I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Laban, and this is Mega the Podcast. We are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. What a true treat and a true treasure. Thank you for joining us today, my friends. Well, just like the good shepherds, Rod and staff, they comfort me. My good fellow staff member and co-host, he comforts me. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. Nice to see you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I just love you with the love of Christ today, my brother. I love you too. Hey, Hallie, I've got an amazing story about what happened with our Climax kids this weekend. Whoa, what happened? It was about 45 four degrees and we had about five minutes of sun and I said hey guys let's go out to Dan Wakefield Park and we'll do our Bible study out there and so we got all the kids we loaded them up in the buses we went out to Dan Wakefield Park and we started to do our Bible study now Hallie something pretty intense happened we're just finishing up and about 12 police cruisers come screeching in oh my lanta and they what? completely surrounded us. <gasps> this has to be The lights were on. Oh, my goodness. A lot of them had guns drawn. Whoa. And we were really confused. And I said, hey, guys, everybody just relax. It's, it's going to be fine. They're probably not looking for us. Oh, this is terrifying. The captain of the police squad came up. What? And he said, are there followers of Jesus here? And one of my kids said, yeah. And he goes... Give us your Bibles. Holly, they confiscated oh all the Bibles. They even, a few of my kids uh, tried to, to sort of give some lip, and they handcuffed my kids. <gasps> they put them against the paddy wagon. And I'm going, okay, guys, let's all calm down. And a lot of my kids were crying. Yeah. And right before they took the kids to jail, I turned around and I said, hey, guys, we've got a few words from these gentlemen right here. And the captain said, guys, this was a little bit of a learning exercise because this is what happens in China. This is what happens in North Korea. Oh, my goodness. This is what happens in Cuba. You cannot worship God. That's right. 
That's right. You cannot be a follower of Jesus. That's right. They'll get arrested. And they said, you can't have even a Bible in public in those places. That's right. And my kids, Howie, have goosebumps. it was awesome. They loved it so much. I mean, a lot of them started crying. A lot of them are pretty scared still. But I just said, guys, this was a learning experience. Guys, we went out to this public park. And look, you got to feel what it's like to be persecuted. That's right. And guys, this is happening in America mm-hmm. all the time. That's right. I mean, there are Christians. There are places in America that you cannot have a Bible yeah. in a public park. That's right. And I said, guys, this is a learning experience. That's true. They loved it, Hallie. And very valuable. Because wouldn't you say that the progressives and the liberals, they're just really, they're really starting to, uh, you know, demonize people who believe in Christ. Oh, Christ absolutely. followers. And it's getting more and more dangerous. I'd say we're the most oppressed people maybe in the world. Oh, absolutely, Hallie. And it was so nice to just be able to get a bunch of the officers from the Broadway Ripple Police Department to kind of volunteer for this That's fun so thing. Cool. They had a good time because oh. they said, you know, we never get to do stuff like this. That's Usually so we're cool. getting shot at and stuff. That's right. And so they they had a good time. And it was cool too because none of the kids really recognized any of the police officers uh, from the congregation because they were in the uniforms oh, and that's stuff. Cool. Well, great. The thing I want to know is, did you get to see any of your kids stand up and say, I will proclaim the name of Christ even if it means going to jail? Did you get to see that your kids were willing to do that to, to for God? You know, Hallie, I got a bit distracted because some of the guys were in like um, full uh, riot gear. And so I was kind of talking to one of the guys about all his equipment. So I think a few of my kids did do that, maybe quietly off to the side. But I was kind of talking to this guy because he had the full, uh, really cool, kind of looked so like cool. RoboCop yeah. or something. So I got a bit distracted. But yeah, they did say afterwards, several of my kids uh, did sort of uh, mumble that they love Jesus. Oh, that's so neat. You get to see that. Uh, how was your week, Hallie? Oh, it was so good. I'll, I'll tell you what. We are in First Samuel in our midweek services, and teaching pastor Matt was walking us through chapter 18 this week, and I found it fascinating. You know, we're in the Old Testament challenge right now, and it's been pretty foreskin heavy lately. Um, you know, I feel like it just keeps coming up where they got to clip them, and they got to cut them, and, and so there we are, and we're in First Samuel again this week. It had such a neat takeaway that Matt left us with. It was so cool. So, the story is, I, I don't know if you remember this, it's the story of David, and he's trying to become Saul's son-in-law. Right. And so David wants to marry Michal, 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 Michal. Right. I always say Michal, but I, you know, it, just because of Nickel. Saul's daughter, right? Right. But Saul wants David dead, right? So Saul sets a trap for David to be killed, and he says the bride price is 100 enemy foreskins. And that's so wild. And so he was hoping that David would get killed in the process of getting all these enemy foreskins, right? right? Yeah, you're gonna, I mean, that's going to be dangerous anyway. Right. But David is like, this is no biggie, right? So David takes his men with him and he goes out and he killed 200 Philistines and he brought back their foreskins and David and his buds, they just brought them right inside the temple and they throw them down and they count out the full number of foreskins, 179, 180, 181 foreskins, 182 foreskins, and they lay them all out before King Saul. And um, so Saul gave David Mickle, Mitchell, M- Mitchell whatever her name is. It's going to take a while. And isn't that so romantic for her though? Right. That like David doubled the number of genitals that he mutilated and he murdered 200 people because he loved her so much. Isn't that so neat? That is awesome. And so Saul gave him the girl and then Matt, uh, you know, teaching pastor Matt pointed out that, you know, when we are determined in the Lord's work, we will be blessed. That's right. And I just got the coolest takeaway from it. It just made me think, you know what? I'm going to do 20,000 Fitbit steps every day instead of 10. Oh, 
Oh, really? How many do you have today? I had 78, but you know, I might just circle the parking lot a few times on my way out to the car. So keep being in your prayers, buddy. You know, I thought that was an awesome message, Hallie. But afterwards, uh, um, a couple of my friends uh, wanted to go to Red Lobster and I said I couldn't because I just couldn't think about calamari at, at this time. Oh, I get that. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Definitely too blessed to be stressed, which means we got to move on to too anointed to be disappointed. Just like God will never give you more than you can bear, you are not going to be able to bear the charms of our guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, she owns Bro Rip Dance, and she also is our featured ballet performer for all of our biggest programs. Please welcome Lex Moan. Lex, where do you come from? Well, I'm from New Jersey, from South Jersey, this little town called Winona. Did you always grow up in Winona doing uh, ballet? Oh, yeah. I loved it. I used to go to this Mary Jane mom and pop ballet school um, when I wanted to go. When I was like five years old, I told my mom, I really, really want to be a ballerina. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, I'm going to take you to uh, this ballet school in Berlin. And it was in this auditorium. And when we pulled up, and I had been begging my mom all the time, like, I want to take ballet. I want to take ballet. And we pull up and there's a sign that says you could take baton twirling I was like I think I want to take baton twirling instead but she made me do it and I'm glad that's an awesome story you had to go all the way to Germany to do that to Germany no actually there's this place in New Jersey called Berlin and it feel I guess it kind of felt like Germany because it was real far away I don't think you can do ballet in Germany can you I'm not sure. It might be like a Nazi thing or something like the communists don't like it. Yeah, I think you're right. Or Kenya. But you can do it in Russia. Oh, yeah. They that, love ballet oh, there. Oh, that's right. Is that yeah. where ballet is from? Russia? Well, I think it's actually from France. Ooh. But the Russians got real good at it. And I bet if you ask a Russian there and tell you, no, we started it. You know, we have a thriving theater uh, culture and we've got a foodie culture and we've got all that. But we never really had dance. You know, Chicago's got what do they got Hubbard Street or whatnot oh yeah yeah Chicago's got oh Joffrey Ballet moved there they used to be New York and then they moved to like I don't know like Michigan or something for a while 
Yeah, and then they moved back, and then they moved to Chicago. I mean, but who needs Joffrey when we can have bro rip, you know? Yeah, Yeah. and uh, you know, I take a lot of stuff from Joffrey because they're a really, really great company. That's really cool. You know, I don't know anything about ballet, really, but I do know that at the Joffrey Ballet, there's a guy named Fabrice Calmels, and he's six foot seven. Whoa. You know, I don't really know anything about him. I know he's born 18 September, um, which is right around my birthday. Around in, uh, in 1980. Whoa. So this guy, is, he's six foot seven. He's got, I mean, Hallie, he's got an amazingly fit body. And so I was like, because, uh, you know, I had seen some videos of him and I was like, I wonder how he's getting those like sort of long striations in the back of his lats. And I was like, so I kind of went down a bit of a wormhole for a while. And um, I had just, I, you know, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him, Fabrice No, Canals. I haven't. That's real tall to be a dancer. That's very like, tall. Well, I don't think you can be a dancer past i don't know don't they kick them out at like 20 or something well i think if you're a man right if you're a man you can do it longer yeah i mean it has a lot to do with like how much stamina you have like you just lose it you just can't do those long dances like the only one who can anymore is barishnikov yeah and you know we're not all barishnikov i mean fabrice though i mean he's amazing guys you gotta you gotta check out some of his videos i'll have to check him out yeah Yeah. i mean barishnikov i saw something one of my kids was showing me youtube or something about barishnikov who you're expecting to see in tights and you know leaping and lunging and all that stuff he was popping and locking and something and trying to dance like Michael Jackson or something. Did and something happen with him? Michael Jackson? I'm not sure. I think he died. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. My son, Day, he's a teenager, so he's always giving me all kinds of guff. And he was going on about something. They have a Swan Lake right now that evidently is all male dancers. Oh, yeah. And I guess that's some kind of revolutionary thing because it was always female dancers. And my son was saying, you know, of course, you know, these men coming in and taking the female jobs and all that. And I was like, you think that's the problem? I said, I want to know what are all these fellas doing, wanting to, you know, Put on tights and dance around and stuff. Like maybe they should go get a job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. I just really feel like ballets for ladies mm-hmm. and like only ladies should do it because really only ladies look good unless you're like Brishnikov or Nuriev. Like nobody nobody wants to see you in your tights. Or Fabrice, he's really good. I'll have to check him out. I mean, did men get into it kind of in the same way, like for cheerleading, is that you need to throw the girls around, you know, you got to throw her up and you got to throw her over there and everything. Is it more like that's why guys got into it and then they thought, no, I want to dance. And it's like, no, you're here to throw the girls up and get height and all that. You're supposed to throw the gals around. Is that the thing? Yeah. I think if you have to have a male ballerinas you should just like have them wear all black so that they're more like puppeteers yeah you know like so you don't see them and it just it would make the whole thing way more magical so you start out as a little girl and you put on the tights and you put on the tutu or the the uh what's it called the onesie leotard leotard. and you stand by a bar and you hold on to the bar do you hold on to it with left hand or right hand well, it depends. You got to turn around. So mm. you got to do the other side. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be lopsided. Nobody wants to see a lopsided ballerina. Yeah, that's true. And then, true. you know, sometimes you even face the bar or face away from the bar. There's a lot more to it. You know, it's pretty complicated. And you start with positions, right? Position one, position two, position. How many positions are there? There's five, but like nobody really does three nobody does third position at all what's third position it's like it's like halfway between 
fourth and fifth, oh, weirdly. Sure. Okay, I yeah. Can, yeah. yeah, I have a picture of that, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's like it's like I can do it with my hands. So like so fifth position is uh you're like toe to heel. Okay. Whoa, and that's then hard. Fourth position is like toe to heel, but there's space in between your legs. Cool. And then third position is like toe to heel, but then you slide your foot down and it's more like Healed metatarsal. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. That seems superfluous. Yeah, it um, is. Like you move through it, but you don't stay in it. It seems like third position's just kind of like puberty. Let's just get through it, huh? Yeah. I love that story. Now, I've just got to tell you, Lex, I think that God created you to do ballet. And here's why. I mean, what are you, 5'8, five, 5'9, five, 5'10? Five, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm somewhere in there. I, you know, I don't like to measure myself really? or weigh myself. It looks to me like you've got about four and a half feet of legs and just a foot of torso. Yeah, and it's then a real head. Hard. You, you are, I mean, you are all legs. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks. I didn't do anything. I just got born that way. So now I've heard that the point shoes just tear up your toes and your feet. Is that true? Oh yeah, they really do. You, it, you you've got a lot of calluses and all that down there. You got? Some... I do. Would you mind if we saw them? Well, I mean, <laughs> don't eat anything. Well, let me just take off my boot here. Sorry, Ooh, it's... those look warm. Yeah, they are. They're real warm. My Ooh, f- and you have smart wools on. That's good. Yeah, my feet get real, real cold. You Ooh. know. Right. Um, uh, so there they are. Oh, 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 oh honey. I know. Oh, I know. Is that a hammer sorry, toe? What is that? It, is that it, called yeah, a hammer toe? I got hammer toes and bunions, and um. Oh, uh- I'm sorry, Allie. I'm, I'm sorry, I asked. I still have some, like, it's weird because I've been on point in a long time. And usually it's bleeding still. I'm sorry, I asked. Um, but yeah, like, I, it usually only bleeds when I'm on point. But I don't know, for some reason, they're just all bloody. I think it looks like, you know what? Soldiers come back from war and they've got battle wounds. I think those are battle wounds. I think it's cool. Yeah, oh. I'd like to see it. Oh, you're white as a ghost, Gray. You okay? Do you need some water, sugar? Yeah, I'm just going to have a bit of water. Here you go. You want some water? Here, I got my nail jean bottle. You want some of this? Uh, Yeah, I think I'll be fine now. Oh, you look like you've seen a ghost. I think we did. You think it looks bad. You should feel it. I just feel like you're such a blessing to the church because you're providing us with all the kids who are doing the dances for our Easter services, our Christmas programming, all of that. Why are they so bloody? Well, it's like, you know, your foot's not supposed to do that. And then they, they like cramp them in that shoe, the point shoe. And, uh, like you have to start real, real young. So, and they um, just bleed. They've just been bleeding since you were young. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've never had a weak stomach before. I just think it's so neat that you are from Jersey because I think you have an accent, which I think is so neat. Really? Everybody tells me that. I don't hear it. You would think that a ballet dancer would, you know, sound something like Margaret Thatcher, something like that. And, or, you know, at the very least, Princess Diana or this one from Suits who married in there. Just beautiful. You sound to me like you're in that movie Sopranos. You ever seen that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no! I mean, those guys have weird accents. It's it's real different because that's like North Jersey. Oh, I'm from South, so oh. it's like you know we're just normal down there. Not down there, you know. You know, like New Jersey gets a real bad rap, but 
you know, it's called the Garden State. And where I'm from in the South, it's real gardeny, Like, it's real green. Why? Is that why it's called the Garden State? Yeah. Because it's so green? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but not like in the North, you wouldn't know it. Because oh. it's all like Newark. Is that like industrial where they kind of make the fragrance strips for make the French fry taste and stuff at McDonald's? They probably make that in Newark. That sounds like a Newark thing. Is there any treatment that you could get to stop the bleeding or the swelling? It yeah. just seems like a really... Don't they have surgeries where they can take that big side thing off and straighten out your big toe? Oh, yeah. they Yeah, they could do that. And they could cauterize these. Oh. I did get a... I did get it cauterized once because <gasps> I got it cauterized once because it wouldn't stop bleeding. And it was like, it was ruining my bed sheets. I'm sorry I asked. It looks like you were, it, it, it's funny. It looks like your nails, the toenails, um, kind of are more bark-like. Like hey, they've Hallie, gotten I've stronger. got a question actually. Um, what about Jesus and all the things that he's doing in dance right now? I love Jesus. And I was like, girls, we are going to really make Jesus come out through this dance. So we've been really choreographing stuff in a new way because I like to have the girls do it. Like I fix it when it's all messed up, but you can't fix everything when it's messed up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's only so much you can do when they don't know. Right. Are you in constant pain? Oh, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I'll take a Tylenol, yeah. you know. Do you got one? I would take one now. I've got Advil and I've got Motrin. Do you uh, like either of those? Yeah, I'll take one of them. Yeah. yeah, it's like when walking around, like, if I think about it, I can really feel the throbbing. <gasps> But it looks like you've got such soft boots. I mean, those boots look like they're made out of marshmallows or something. That must be cozy and soft. Yeah, they're real nice. That's why I don't normally take them off. Are you married? I was married. It didn't really work out. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. He was like, you know, we gave it a real good shot. It just didn't work out because like... A dancer's life is a really hard life. Oh, it's a commitment. Yeah. And he just was like, if I'm not going to be your number one, I will want to be your number two. I was like, well, I got to be honest with you. Ballet is everything to me. Yeah. That and baton twirl. And it was probably hard to wake up in a bucket of blood. Being and nobody wants to be a number two. Do you have to stretch every single day? Because, I mean, you still, I mean, I, I know you don't ask a gal her age, but, I mean, you've been dancing for a long time, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been dancing for, like, 36 years. That is such a blessing. Using wow. God's gift. Gray, are you okay? You know, Allie, I think I'm just going to... You just have to have your head between your knees like that? Yeah, if I could just have them here. The problem is, every time I open my eyes and my head is down between my knees, I'm sort of looking at the floor there. And um, kind of around the boot area of uh, Lexus boots there, there's a, it's a pretty big puddle of blood. Oh, that's a blood clot, isn't it? Do you want a Lunabar, Gray? <gasps> Maybe you need a Lunabar. Maybe you need just a little bit of protein or something. Oh, no, hell yeah. can't eat a Lunabar. They're absolutely loaded with estrogen. Oh, that's true. Those are the lady bars, aren't they? Right. I might have a... Soy. Uh, maybe I have... What, we got it in here. Let me look at my bag. I might have a... Um, oh, here's a... Um, oh, here's one. This is one my son eats. He eats these. What are these called? These are cliff bars. No, it's fine, Hallie. I'm just going to... Oh, no. This is a Lara bar. 
That's a Larabar. Know. Absolutely not. Men can eat Larabars without making them grow breasts, can't they? Hey, look at that. I could wiggle them. Man, oh. I couldn't do that before. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do a few burpees. Well, just like Jesus reached for a donkey to ride into Jerusalem, I'm reaching into the mailbag for your questions, everybody. Here we go. Dear Twin Hillers, our daughter Allison is attending Colorado State University, go Rams, on a volleyball scholarship. Her father and I are very proud, but we're also concerned about her straying from the path toward the Lord because she has stopped expressing interest in going on summer mission trips. She now says she will only go on a mission trip alone in the middle of March. She wants to drive to Mexico and meet up with other missionaries when she gets there, but we're just not sure it's safe. Her father says we should tell Allison that even though she's legally an adult, as her parents, God still gives us dominion over her, especially since we're paying for that out-of-state tuition. But I'm afraid this would push Allison away. How can we get our daughter back on the right path? Sincerely, dazed and confused. Oh, I can feel the pain in these parents. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Hallie, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, it seems really positive that this this young woman is in college and still wants to serve Christ. She That's wants true. to go on a mission trip and she wants to go with other like-minded missionaries. Okay. And a lot of times when you've got a kid at college, you've got to learn, hey, sometimes if you think of it as a flock, a couple of the sheep are going to go a bit further than the others. That's and, right. you, they, and when you call them, they are going to come back. Um, so what I would say, Hallie, is what these parents need to do is get a tile. That's oh. a, basically a tracking device. You need to put that in some piece of a luggage Ooh. so you know exactly where she is at all times. And then what I would do, Hallie, for you know probably around $500, you could probably hire a Mexican to follow her around too and just to make sure that she's safe while she's there. Oh, yeah. You can get good you can get good prices on folks doing stuff oh, like Oh, absolutely. That. When we went on a mission trip um, two years ago, to Mazatlan, um, we hired a couple guys down there for about a thousand dollars. And what they did is, while we were building some houses in Mazatlan, they would um, show up every day and uh, set up a slip and slide for us at the end of the day that oh, we could all so go cool. down just to get clean. Yeah. And then they make this big lunch. It was awesome, just really fun to meet local people like that. So you can really hire people in these countries that are totally willing to take your money to 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 make sure people are having a good time while they're serving. That's so cool. I mean, I feel like, you know, being a parent, you're going to worry. It's going to be hard. But you know what? That's why we have prayer. And prayer is powerful, isn't it? We have the power of prayer on our side. And so we can pray for her. And I'll even put, you know what? I can put your daughter on my personal prayer list. And I'd be happy to for the whole month of March. Because I feel like, you know what? If you let her go do this mission trip, she's going to be a witness to the rest of the kids at all of Colorado State University. They're going to say, wow, you look tan. Have you been somewhere? And she's going to say, yes. You know what? I was serving the Lord in Mexico. And I was bringing the good news of the gospel to those people in the language of Spanish. That's right. Lex, have you ever been on a mission trip? No. Well, you can minister right here and down. And you're doing that in your dance studio, aren't you? Yeah, I guess so. Like, people really feel good about dance. And it, I guess it does kind of feel like a ministry, you know. People really commit to it. And they spend a lot of time there. And they get a lot of good feeling there. Oh. Yeah. And have you ever been able to witness to somebody at the studio? Um, I I don't know what that means exactly. I love that story. (laughs) 
Lex Moon was played by Rebecca Sohn. Oh, she's such a delight. Check her out on RebeccaSohn.net and follow her at Beck Sohn. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. 